hope that that's our heart and that's our our mission and that's our purpose as we go about. And um, today, of course, is um, is Revision Sunday, so we've been talking a lot about um, what the the year looks like uh, ahead of us. And there is still some of the the vision guides, the goal cards, and then also the water bottles. So if you did take one this morning, um, then you've got yours, all right? So just know that. But you can grab one. Uh, it will have the honesty policy. So if you didn't get one this morning, you can grab one, and um, you can all our adults can take one of those. But we read earlier, uh, just uh, just this evening, the really the another picture of what our lives are, are to be. It's a, it's to be a building. The Bible says there in First Corinthians chapter three, verse nine: For we are laborers together with God; ye are God's husbandry; ye are God's building. And, you know, we understand, I think, the concept of building our lives and building it accordingly as the Bible prescribes for us to be a wise master builder and to lay upon the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, really a life that would be built around the, the precepts and the principles of the Word of God. And we understand that, that if we do that, that we'll, 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 we'll build a building that when it comes down to it, uh, will be tested with fire, but won't, won't, uh, won't just uh, uh, come up and be burnt up, but it'll be uh, one that will see a great reward. And it's referring there really to the judgment seat of Christ. But you know what our lives are built of, though? It's, it's built of years. And right now we have another year ahead of us. And, and really, if you think about it, it's gone pretty quickly. It's already the 23rd of January. And already a month it has nearly passed us. And yet I want to I tell you that it's not too late to, to get going for the year. It's not too late to start to think about what the year needs to look like. And really our lives are built up of the years that we build for Him. And, and this year, our hope is, and my hope is for each and every one of us, is that we would build a good year. That we would just build a year that would be pleasing to the Lord. I was reminded of a story of an elderly carpenter who uh, really was ready to retire. And so he went to his contractor and he said, look, um, I, think, I think I'm done. I think I, I'm just going to retire now, live a, a more leisurely life and enjoy my family a little bit more. And I think I'm, I'm done for, for my time working. And the contractor was a little sorry to see him go. He was a good worker. And so he asked him for a favor. He said, look, would you just do me a favor? Build one more house for me. And so the carpenter agreed. And as the time went on and he was building, he, his heart really wasn't in it. And suddenly, well, whilst he was really an excellent builder, he's, he's, he resorted to a little bit of shoddy work, workmanship and started using inferior materials. His heart really wasn't in it. And it really was an unfortunate way to end his, uh, end his building career. But when the carpenter finished, his work, the contractor came up to him and after inspecting the house, handed him the keys to the front door. And his contractor said to this carpenter, this is your house. It's my gift to you. And you know what, what this year is promising to be? It's a gift from the Lord to us. It's actually something that God has given us every resource to, uh, to, to build upon and to build a, a life and to add some things, and you know, a friend of mine said this, a new year is a blank paper. You've been given a pencil without an eraser, so write wisely. And we still have our year ahead, and, and actually, can I remind you this evening, 
We have a great responsibility for the gifts that God gives us. We have a great responsibility to build the kind of year that would be a good year in the sight of the Lord. You know, in Luke 14, 28, the Bible says this, For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether we have sufficient to finish it? And whilst we're still at the beginning of the year, and whilst we still have the year ahead, Lord willing, um, would we just take a little bit of time to start to plan out what this year needs to look like for us? You know, part of the reason why we uh, took a little bit of time end of last year and then into this year just to remind ourselves to set some things aside that we want to aim for for the Lord, you know, it's all about having the mentality that we're not going to waste what we have. That we're not just going to go casually by and, and, and sort of just, just wake up every morning and uh, figure out what to do next. No, no, we have a plan, we have a purpose, and we're committing some things to the Lord. And, you know, I think the, the sad reality is there are many people with years and years of unfinished work, unfinished lives. Why, perhaps even with this, they didn't set a good tone or foundation for, for those years that they've lived. And simply, they didn't count the cost. And You know, I think I look at the month of January. January is a good month of precedence. We've got to look at this month as uh, setting some things in order, what the rest of the year will look like. And, you know, I'm I'm a little little different. You know, I'm the type of guy, I like working Mondays. I I don't suffer from Monday-itis. Anyone here who doesn't like Mondays? Some people don't. A lot of people don't. You know, get up and the weekend's over, you, you start. I like Mondays. I, I always feel like if I've gotten a good start to a Monday, then I'm going to have a good week. And, and I'm the type that sometimes it, it takes slowly for me to build up. But I like Mondays. I get up and I, I try to get, get a, a, good, uh, a good time with the Lord on a Monday morning. Uh, I have my cup of coffee and then I'm into my week. And usually my, how my Monday goes will, will be how my week goes. And I like, I like to get off to a good start, but you know what, what it takes to get off to a good start is a little bit of planning, a little bit of, of reminding of what our purpose is and what we're supposed to do. And, you know, I think we ought to have the mindset of building a good year by starting off right and just getting some things in order as we get into the year. And, you know, a builder recognizes really that his workmanship is really going to be based on how well he follows the the direction and the plan and all of that that is before him. He, he, he recognizes that as he begins this journey of building something, that he's got to have all of those things lined up and he's got to plan for what the year and what the, the building will look like by the end of it. And So I want you to turn with me now. The, the Bible really gives us a, a little bit of advice in regard to that. Look at Proverbs chapter 24 and we'll turn to a few different uh, parts of Scripture this evening. So follow along with me, but one verse that will, will really just be our jumping point for the rest of the message this morning, uh, this evening, but Proverbs 24, verse 27, notice this, this uh, piece of wisdom that God gives us. He says, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterwards build thine house. And I often think, uh, thought about that verse and was thinking about the year ahead. Thinking about the fact that we're supposed to build something this year, we're supposed to build a life. And he says that do these things first, then afterward build thine house. So I want to I think about tonight just a couple of these things. And notice the first part of that verse, he says, prepare thy work without. 
You know what, what this is, is the, the, the one building looks out and looks at the, the, the land that he's going to build on. And he recognizes the, the boundaries and he recognizes that he needs a little bit of preparation. And he needs to establish some, some, some concrete things that, that will guide him in his building. Okay, he's looking out and the thought here is the person building looks out and sets some boundaries to mark out the area he or she is going to work on. And, you know, that's a pretty basic thought, isn't it? It, it really is pretty basic to understand that, that, you know, when you look at building something, you, you need to have set boundaries to, to build upon. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, we had, we had an, a chance to, to work with my father-in-law. He, had a, he purchased a, an investment property that he, we were going to rent from him. And as part of that, he allowed us to go and, and choose the land and, um, choose all of that, and I remember going there, and and at first we went there, and it was just a, it was just, it was just uncleared land. It was there was grass on it. it. It didn't look like anything. But then the surveyors came after a couple of months and started to to mark out the boundaries, and and bit by bit, as we we saw that that little piece of land develop, we saw within the boundaries of that what the house was going to look like. And you know the the mistake we make sometimes is we. We don't establish some boundaries right from the beginning. We don't establish some things that are set that we're going to work within to ensure that we come up with what, what it needs to look like at the end. And, you know, sometimes we make the mistake of, of looking at someone else's piece of land. Sometimes we make the mistake that, you know, is this, is this supposed to be mine or is that... I remember a story about... Um, uh, Dr. Jack Hiles, years ago, they were doing some expansion in their building there and, uh, um, in, in the, on their campus, and they, they found a, a piece of land that was near there, and, and so he ordered his, uh, the building crew to knock down a building, only to find out it was the wrong building he knocked down. And he went to his deacons, they said, hey, listen, I pointed at the wrong building, and so they ended up buying two properties. But, you know, sometimes we look at others' lives, and we, we wish that that was our life. And we, rather than, than seeking for the, the boundaries that God would have for us and focusing and having those strong boundaries, we, we, we do ourselves a disservice by not trying to establish those things in the first place. You know, the Bible tells us that we ought to hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. You know, there's many things that the, the Bible is clear upon that, that we need to just establish in our heart at the beginning of the year that that will be us. There, there's certain things that God has given us, uh, certain you know, doctrines and certain, uh, certain learnings that God has given us already that, that perhaps you understood were true last year, but you just need to come back and you just need to commit to them again. That's preparing your work without. There's certain parts of who you are. So you're part of the vocation wherewith God has called you with and there's certain things that you are. Hey, listen, this is really basic tonight, right? If you're a man, you're a man. You're a woman, you're a woman. <laughs> that, sometimes we've got to start there. You know, God, for, for some of you, man, God has given you a family. You're a husband. You're a father. For you ladies, you're a, you're a wife. You're a mother. You're, you're a son, you're a daughter, you're what you're called to do, and, and you, you look at that and you set those boundaries again 
And you go, no, I'm committed to being that for the Lord. And you've got to establish the boundaries of your work. And don't forget that. You know, often we as Christians, we, 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 we can get carried away and we, we don't take care of the basics enough to strengthen our year. You know, it's the same struggles and we're never, never moving forward in those things each year. And maybe you've been a Christian for a little while, maybe, uh, maybe five years, 10 years, 15, 20 or, or so forth. And maybe you look at your life and you've never really built on the, the foundation that Jesus Christ has laid in your life. And you could have been saved 30 years, but you could have repeated the same year 30 times. But there's, there's certain things that you've just got established to build upon. And, you know, we, we ought not to fret on those things that is plain and simple. And I think about Abraham. Look at Romans chapter 4. Look at Romans chapter 4. And I think about the really what we often, who we often refer to as a father of faith, where it, t- it talks about him here in, in verse 20. It says, He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to also to perform. You know, he staggered not at the promises of God. He was strong in the faith. And, you know, uh, oftentimes we just need to rehearse for us at the beginning of the year those things that are already established, those things that we know to be true in the Word of God. And we need to just get back to that and just, just rehearse those things and strengthen our faith in those things. That's, that's, that's where you're looking at those things without preparing your work without. Um, we need to be confident in w- what God has already given. And really, church, even though we're, we're going through a time of different things around the world, it's not a time to change your mind about those things that God is clear about in the Word of God. We just need to be established on those things. It's not about pushing the boundaries. It's, it's about strengthening and establishing them. You know, I've never, never owned a, an acreage or, or any kind of large property, but I would imagine that uh, from time to time you'd have to look at those, those, the, the fences and all of that and make sure you're mending your boundaries. And for, so from time to time, rather than, than pushing on those things, where, you know, we're in a climate of today where everything is debatable now. That's not the way to get your ears started. The, the way to get your year started is to just look at your boundaries, look at the things that have already been established, and don't fret what is plain. No, no, go ahead and just strengthen those things. Go ahead and just strengthen those things that are, are right to do, and we need to strengthen the basics. You know, Peter even said that. Look at Second Peter chapter, chapter 1. And I think sometimes we, we can go with the world at times and just be obsessed with new things. But 2 Peter chapter 1, you know, he said this in verses, verses 12 to 14. said this, Wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. But notice what he said, though ye know them. You know, he, he doesn't want to be negligent in, in reminding them of those things says, yea, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. So saying, I, I don't have much time, but what I'm going to do is just remind you about those things that you already know. 
You know, I, I think sometimes we, we're, we're just obsessed a little bit with just finding new things and new ways. And, and, and whilst there's, there's room for that, there, there, it ought not to be in, in the expense of those things that are true and ought to remain in our lives. And we need to strengthen those things. You know, there's, there's just some basic things that we ought to know. You know, we ought to be walking with God passionately. That ought to be something that we don't compromise on this year. You know, it's just, if you don't plan on something, it just won't happen. And maybe you just took it for, taken it for granted all of these years. You've, you've just been a Christian for a long time. You've read through your Bible enough. And, and yet, you know, there needs to be a renewal at times of our passion to just walk with God, the basic thing. You know, how is it? How was it this morning? How is it going to be tomorrow? What is, your, what is your, your desire for the Lord each and every day? As you know, David said, as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Is that, does that describe your walk with God or has it become a little too familiar? You know, strengthen that. Strengthen that. Make some re- renewed commitments to walk with God with passion and, and get a hold of God and get a hold of His presence each and every day. How about just this, being faithful to church purposely? You know, again, sometimes we just sort of go, well, if I can make it, I'll make it. Listen, be purposeful about being part of your local church. You know, just establish that. Establish that for your family. Don't make it a question, especially in these times where we've, we've had to at times go online only and so forth. It's time to reestablish that. You know, talk to your children sometimes and go, hey, listen, going to church is important. And sitting there and opening your Bible is important and being there and being prepared and being ready and being part and singing out and being all that you should be. But you know, it's not going to happen if you don't do it purposefully. But you know, it's pretty basic, isn't it? You know, be faithful to church purposefully. Be, be prayerful to God unceasingly. You know, I was speaking to the men the other day and, and again, I was just burdened. The times of prayer that we have together and uh, Lord willing, we, we just uh, have a good, good amount of our, our men coming on the Tuesday morning. But I want to tell you that that's not all the times we pray. We ought to pray every day. We ought to pray moment by moment. We ought, to be, we, we ought to just pick up the phone to God in the morning and keep it with us throughout the day and just speak with God and be constant in that. Have a, a prayer life, not just a prayer time. And just have that attitude that we're just going to be, we're just going to take care of that thing that is just, we just know this already. So set that boundary. Be a witness to others. And I'm glad I, I looked at the back there after this morning. A couple of our bunches of tracks were taken. Praise God for that. But you know what would be wonderful? If that was empty every, every Sunday because we handed them out every week. And let's just go ahead. Let's be a witness to others. Let's be bold. The Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Hey, listen, it doesn't just, it's not just a good song to hear. It's a good life to live. And we ought to look around. We ought to be mindful of those around us who need Christ, especially in this time where I just believe we're just coming into that time where we're going to be raptured out of here. And what a wonderful thing that is. But listen, that just means that time is urgent, church. And we need to be witnessing. That's a basic of the Christian life. You know, we ought to be giving to God generously. You know, it's in our first fruits. We've already mentioned it today. You know, when we give, it's really a hard attitude that we're, get, we're putting God first. 
we're trusting Him. But, you know, we can give to Him in our um, service as well. You know, what, what, what do we do through the course of the week that, that gives, give, gives of ourselves to, to service for God and to others? Are we giving God our best? Giving to God generously, studying God's Word diligently. You know, do you have a time in the day, do you have a time in the week where you just sit and you just open the Word of God and you allow Him to teach you by the Spirit to, to show you those things that are needful? You know what that is? It's just preparing your work without. You're just setting good boundaries, those practices, the, those things that you already know. And, and, and I want to tell you, don't forego the proven. Those things are proven. Don't forego those things that have been a staple of your life. You know, where you, you'll start to fall off is if you just don't purposely do those things anymore. And it's preparing your work without. Set those clear boundaries. Who are you before the Lord and, and what are you supposed to be? And, and yet what we see in, in the next part of the verse there in Proverbs 24, he says there in verse, uh, verse 27 again, he says, prepare thy work without. And he says, make it fit for thyself in the field. Make it fit for thyself. You know, there's going to be some specific applications, though. There's some things that God wants to work in us specifically about this year. You know, um, sometimes we're afraid of that because we're afraid that God will change our course. And, you know, I prayed that a couple of years ago. Started to pray, Lord, what do you want us to do next? Lord, what, what is it that we're supposed to do? It's been a while. Do you want me here, Lord? And you know what? The Lord answered and he said, no, I want you to move. And we're here now. And, and those were specifics, but it was within the scope of what God had called me to do. God called me to pastor, so I'm pastoring. But there's some specific applications. You know, once you've identified what the boundaries are, you then have to look at what is specific. You know, a, a house that's built, they're, they're all unique, they're different, you, there's choices to make. I mentioned earlier that we had that opportunity a couple of years ago to, to sort of just be part of that investment property with my, my father-in-law. And uh, as part of that, again, we, uh, well, when I say we, more like my wife chose all of the fixtures and all of that. And trust me, you didn't want me to choose them anyway, right? And so she, she, her and I went, and really I was just the driver, I was a glorified Uber, but we went over there and we, we discussed sometimes uh, the fixtures that we needed to choose, and there were specifics that, that made the house. And, and I'm asking this evening, what does this year hold for you as an individual? Okay, within the scope of what God has made plain, what is it that he would have for you to decide or do? Right, it, it, We understand that we ought to make plans, understanding that we're only here for a little while. And we ought to pray if God wills we do this or that. But we understand that within the scope of that, God allows us to, to choose and to discern what it is that we're supposed to be and do. And so I want to ask you a couple of questions in regard to that. What will be different this year compared to the last? What will be different this year? Is it that God wants you to grow in a certain part of your life? Some of you, there's some in our, in our church, they're moving into the next season of their lives. They're getting married. They're having children. That's new. 
those things happen. But what will be different this year compared to the last? What are some specifics that God is moving you toward? What is God asking you to do for Him this year? You know, the Bible tells us in Ephesians 5.17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You know, have you even sat at the beginning of this year to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do this year? Sometimes we just default into life and you just sort of go, well, we'll just do that again. Listen, sometimes God might change things up. And, and you know, some of His will, we understand, is already made plain in Scripture, right? We, we spoke about those, those boundaries, and maybe part of what God is asking you to do is strengthen some of those boundaries in your life this year. But, but you know, some of His will is, is made plain in Scripture. Some of it is made plain in time. And maybe it's this year that God will reveal something, but you, you ought to be prepared for that. You know, I, I love the verse, Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. You know, the, the secret things that are part of God's specific will for you, but that will intersect with you as you walk on the path that's already been revealed. As you obey, as you take those plain steps that, that you understand and know. And so what, what does God want, what does He want you to do this year, friend? What specific areas in my life is God speaking to me about and needs strengthening? That was the church in Sardis. Strengthening the things that remain, lest they die. You know, there's going to be areas of concern in your life that God might point out that you, you, better, just, you better just pay attention to and strengthen. Maybe there's certain practices that you've always done, it seemed, but you've slipped in that a little bit, and you just need to get back, and, and God might just show you that, you know, you need to strengthen that again. There's, there's, there's some specifics that way. What specific areas in your life is God speaking to you about that needs strengthening? And then here's the last question in regard to that, how? What steps will you take to do these? You know, we're to seek the Lord for, for clarification in His Word. He says in Psalm 119, verse 133, Order my steps in thy word, and let not iniquity, any iniquity have dominion over me. I was looking over my, my Bible reading this, this morning and just, just was in a passage of, of Scripture in Jeremiah there that God had used actually to lead us over here. Um, this year, my goal is to, to read through the Bible three times. I've just, just, the Lord laid that on my heart, so I've been doing that. I'm, I try to follow a, a reading schedule. You don't have to, but, you know, I was just in Jeremiah again, and God reminded me about certain steps that I took because He just clarified it in His Word. And many times, here's what we do, there's a lot of guesswork. And yet sometimes and oftentimes God just has it there for us and He'll just lead us through His Word. In Proverbs 16, 9, A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. And we need to seek God's guidance in how, how you fulfill your decisions. How, how to fulfill those, perhaps those goals that you have, those things that you want to build up that's specific for you this year between you and the Lord. And, and then can I remind you, you seek counsel. In Proverbs 15, 22, without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. 
And if you're going to be new in something this year that God's leading you to or has led you to, go seek someone who's stepped that way before. If you're a new parent, go to someone who's parented a while and ask them, hey, do you have any thoughts? Anything God's taught you that you wish you knew when you first had children? If you're newly, newlyweds, go to, go to an older couple and ask them, hey, what are some things that I should avoid? Here's what they'll tell you. The husband will just say, happy wife, happy life. That's just the, the you know, just, it's true though. But maybe some more specific things. Just look at, just, just ask for counsel. Seek godly counsel. And just, just humble yourself and seek that. And I'll tell you what, if you do that, then there's going to be some things God will show you, some steps to take in order to fulfill your decision. And so you need to then, secondly, make some specific um, applications. I think those questions are in your notes. But then lastly, look at the last bit of that verse in Proverbs 24, 27, and afterwards build thine house. You know, there's no use having good intentions and having a good plan if you just don't enact it. And the last thing is this, determine that you will complete the task. Just determine that those things that you've set aside for the law, those boundaries, those specific things that God revealed to you, that you're not just going to leave it on paper. You're just not going to leave it in here. You're going to put it in here and you're going to live it out. And, and no, building, no building is finished on paper. A building needs to materialize for it to be admired. Yeah, look, look with me to Proverbs, uh, sorry, Luke chapter 14. And notice in verse 30, we, we, we spoke about the fact of counting the cost before we build. But notice what the Bible says, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. You know, sometimes we have all of the good intentions in the world and really, this is, this is, you know, a lot of it is, is down to just being resolute, understanding that you've got to take, do all you can if, if that's what God would have for you to do. Henry Ford said it this way, you can't build a reputation on what you are going to do. Good intentions never built a good life. But, but what it's, it takes is build thine house. Go ahead and do it. Don't just say it, go do it. Act upon what you decide. You know, the, the, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 8, verse 11, perform the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will, so there may be a performance also out of that which ye have. Don't, don't just have this attitude that, well, I'm going uh, to do it, I'm going to do it. No, no, actually do it. You know, be determined. You know, I love the... The, the spirit of Apostle Paul in Acts 20, 24, but none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. You know what he was? He was, he was determined to finish. He was determined. You know, what happens, we, we set aside goals and we set aside New Year's resolutions and the first challenge that comes along our way, suddenly it's too hard. Suddenly, the, the, and you know what? Life is that like that anyway. 
there will be challenges. There will be tests to your resolve. There will be, there, there will be a, um, hindrances. There will be some turbulence along the way. But you know what's going to get you through? Just a determination in Christ to just get the thing done. Don't, don't let anything stop you. Don't let failure stop you. Hey, maybe you've already dropped the ball, so to speak. Hey, get back up again and do it. Maybe you missed the day already in your Bible reading. Hey, listen, make up for it right now. Go home tonight and just read that passage. Just do it. Just get it done. You know, Apostle Paul, he just said, I press toward the mark. You know, that it was a call, it was a cry of determination. And many of us today, if we look back at some years where it could have been, the biggest difference was this. You just, you just weren't determined. Perhaps to begin with, you didn't determine those things that ought to have been established. You didn't seek the Lord in the specifics, and then suddenly the year passed. And you know what? Years pass, they come and go. And suddenly we're looking and we're going, well, I'm turning this age. And what was done for Christ? What sort of year was that? What sort of years have we had as we look back? And, you know, here's the graciousness of God, though. We're here tonight, and by God's grace and by God's mercy and by God's will, we'll have, an, we'll have this year to live. But what kind of year will it look like? We get to build this year, make it a good one. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for just our time tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that, Lord, we're here. Lord, we're living. We're, you've given us another day. You've got the promise, perhaps, of the year to come. And Father, all of that, all of our hopes and all of our plans, Lord, we, we, we don't just need your stamp of approval. We need your leading. We need your enabling. We need you, dear God, to just, just help us to get through and, and, and see something done for you this year. Help us, dear Lord. We, we desire you. We seek you. And we ask that you would do a work in our midst. Father, I pray that you would just help us to to have that holy determination within us, Lord, as we seek you to, as you show us some things uh, specifically for us and, and perhaps even for our church, that you would just help us to be committed to you, Lord, in the days ahead. Help us, Lord, to strengthen those things that, that ought to be established in our lives. Lord, the, the, the teaching, the doctrines, the, the practices that are right and true in your word. Help us, Lord, just to establish those things that are right and true and and. And, and things that we do each and every day. And then, Father, help us then to seek you in the specifics of your will for our lives. And then, Lord, help us to have that, that determination to get it done. And so we give you praise. We honor you, Lord God, tonight. And we pray these things in Jesus' most.